Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Gibbs, and I am passionate about helping scholarly mamas like you navigate your journeys with purpose so you can achieve your life and academic goals without sacrificing what matters. The reality is that scholarly mama life is multidimensional. We're scholars, yes, but we're also mothers, wives, and so much more with whole lives outside of academia. So how do we successfully navigate all this? Well, first, we need the space to embrace this unique blend. Only then can we begin the important work of becoming purposefully whole. And part of my own purposeful work is to create a space for us as scholarly mamas to grow, to reflect, and to become everything that we were meant to be. So, mama, are you in? Fabulous. Let's begin. These are our journeys of becoming. Why do I say doing a PhD and not getting a PhD. This mindset shift is a game changer for the scholarly mama who is doing a PhD. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey mama, welcome to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As you heard, we are changing the game for scholarly mamas in this episode because not only Are we going to debunk the arrival fallacy, right? We are going to shift our mindset to one that embraces growth and shifts from achievement and arrival and getting to the destination to enjoying the journey, right? That's what this episode is all about. And Before I get into that, I wanted to talk about something that many of us may be familiar with, and that's something called the arrival fallacy. Now, the arrival fallacy was a term that was coined by a Harvard researcher called Tal Ben-Sahar. And basically what he calls the arrival fallacy is That anticlimactic end that I referred to, I've referred to it in a couple of episodes, subtly, but I have referred to it. And this illusion that when you get to that end point, you are somehow going to experience all of the happiness that you have had bottled up waiting until you get there. You know, you've achieved your goals, you've you've done it, and you are going to be on top of the world. And this just is not the case. Quite often, People reach the end of their PhD journey. And like I said in the previous episode, which was all about the post PhD wilderness, you get there and you feel so many emotions and they're not all positive. You feel a lot of loss. You might even feel guilt for the things that you've put on hold while you were pursuing your PhD. You may even feel a sense of, I need more. I need, I need to do something else because now I have nothing left to pursue. And so, This fallacy is the result of glorifying the destination, of focusing so much on the end point that you don't enjoy the journey. And if you have been here for all of five minutes, you know that I am all about 
really not just cherishing the journey and enjoying it, but learning and growing from it, right? Now, let's just put this into real life terms. Let me give you an example. I mentioned that I've recently began a new role. And on the first day of my new role, I took the train to my destination, to my place of work. I left home quite early. And so because it's winter, you know, it was still dark and there wasn't really much of a sunshine to enjoy. But on the way, the sun was rising and it was gorgeous. It was so crispy. It was so bright. It was so beautiful. I enjoyed that. I was listening to podcasts as I was uh, traveling and I really just found myself grounding myself in the present, in that moment, and really just savoring the sunshine, savoring the fresh air, savoring the moment, savoring the anticipation and the excitement that I felt as I traveled to my destination. And on the way there, as I was getting closer and closer to my destination, I just wasn't quite sure about the very last part of what I needed to do. So navigating myself from the bus to the hospital. And I I sensed and felt the sense of, you know, really, am I going to be late? Am I going to take a wrong turn? I started to feel that. In that moment, I was no longer enjoying the journey. I was just focused on getting there on time, focused on making sure I don't make a wrong turn, just, you know, literally tunnel vision, right? And as I am doing that, I encountered this lady. I was on the bus and there was a lady on the bus and she saw me checking with the driver that I was going the right place and, you know, making sure I don't get off at the wrong stop. I was, I had my phone just to check that I was, you know, following the directions and everything. And the lady saw that and she asked me if I'm going to that particular hospital. And I said, yes. And she said, oh, I'm going there as well. So I can, you know, we can walk together. So I said, okay, that's quite nice. So we walked together. As I'm walking, she's talking to me. And I felt like I'd known this lady for 10 years. Like we were talking, we were interacting. She was telling me about her career path and she'd made a career shift. And after 20 years of being in her previous career, she'd made a career shift and she was so thrilled about it. She was so happy. She was, you know, and we were talking as we were walking. She was showing me around. She was saying, oh, you know, this is over here and that's over there. And this is this part of the hospital. And that's that part of the hospital. And in that moment, I really stopped my mind from the racing of I'm, you know, I don't know where I'm going who's this lady I'm talking to? Of course, I could see that she was a member of staff because I could see that she was wearing her ID and and she introduced herself with the name that was on the ID and identified her role and all that stuff. But I didn't know her. You know, she wasn't a friend of mine. She wasn't somebody that I felt comfortable with initially or that I wanted to interact with. But I just took my mind away from all of that. And I just focused on the fact that what a blessing it was for this stranger, essentially, this lady who, you know, had a very kind soul to offer to help me in that moment and for us to connect and us to exchange thoughts about careers and our journeys and really just connecting with this person as a genuine, kind human being. And in that moment, it made me realize that 
when we lose track, when we, when we focus on the destination. Now, if I had just focused on, I need to get there at this time. I need to be this place. This is the, the, the route I need to take. Am I going to be late? I need to make sure I focus and get there. I would have missed the opportunity to enjoy that sunshine, to enjoy the fresh air, to enjoy my train journey, to enjoy connecting with that lady on the bus and then walking with her and meeting her and just feeling a sense of, you know, there are still kind people in this world, despite all of the horrors that are taking place in the world right now. There are still these little moments that we can experience gratitude. And that is what I focused on. And in that moment, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. This is what it means to enjoy the journey, to learn the lessons, to savor the moments, to grow from the challenges, to, you know, really pass on the lessons. And as I think about this episode, I remember that experience. And I think if I'd focus on the destination of arriving at my place of work, I would have lost the opportunity to connect with an amazing human being, a very kind soul. And I would have missed the opportunity to enjoy the journey. I would have missed the opportunity to enjoy the sunshine and the fresh air and the you know, the the journey and, and everything that came with that. And so the arrival fallacy is this, as I mentioned, this concept of just being so focused on the destination, on achieving the goal that we think it's going to make us happy when we get there, only to realize that it's the biggest lie we have ever been told. Because If you haven't enjoyed the journey, if you haven't learned the lessons, if you haven't taken the time to grow while you are on that journey, you are going to feel a sense of loss, a sense of wilderness, a sense of that you need more, that you're not enough, you've got to achieve more, you've got to do more, you've got to get more. And This is why I thought I would share on this topic in this episode, because quite often you hear people say, I'm going to go and get my PhD, or I'm going to go and get my master's, I'm going to get my degree. You're not getting anything, mama. You're not getting anything. You are doing it. And when you change your mindset from one of getting something to one of doing, I won't even say earning. I'm not even going to say earning because that has the connotation that the journey is going to be unpleasant and hard. And there are aspects and there are times where, you know, there are unpleasant experiences and there are difficult times and there are challenges that we experience. And that is all true. I'm not saying that it's easy, right? I'm not saying that this is like a walk in the park. But I think that when we focus on the doing, it's a neutral statement. Earning just has the connotation that's going to be hard and painful and unpleasant. Whereas doing gives us agency, gives us power, gives us control over what we make of this journey. We can choose to learn lessons from this journey or we can choose to just focus on getting, getting to the end, right? And so when we are focused on learning and growing and experiencing and savoring, 
we then best place ourselves for joy, not even happiness, for joy throughout the journey and at the end of it and beyond it, right? And so if you've ever felt yourself thinking that, oh, once I get my PhD, everything will fall into place, Hey, I just wanted to take this moment to thank you for tuning in. Have you ever wondered what your purposeful scholarly mama trait is? Do you know we each have one of these? If you want to feel less overwhelmed and more fulfilled as a PhD mother, but you're unsure about where to begin, my three minute quiz will help you to discover your purposeful scholarly mama trait. On top of that, I'm going to give you my top tips for setting goals that align with your unique strengths so that you can journey with purpose. Mama, if you're in, let's begin. Head over to mrsmummyphd.com and take the three minute quiz today. You can find the link in the show notes. Now, back to the podcast. By the way, you're not alone in that but we need to break that down. And so, as I mentioned, the arrival fallacy is this belief that once we achieve the certain goal, like getting a PhD, that life will magically become perfect. And again, that is destination-driven thinking, right? And that's what we want to challenge in this episode, this idea that it's all about the destination and not the journey. So let's talk about the mindset shift. Let's go even deeper, right? Now imagine this, you are not just getting your PhD, you are doing your PhD, as we said, because it's not a checkbox. It's a process. It's a journey filled with growth, challenges, learning experiences, you know, and that changes everything. So shifting from getting to doing means that you are embracing the day-to-day grind, you're embracing the small victories and celebrating those. You're acknowledging the setbacks. You're learning throughout the process, right? And of course, navigating a PhD journey with kids adds a whole new layer to that experience because juggling academia and motherhood is no easy feat. But here's the thing, By embracing the journey, you not only survive the journey, but you thrive on the journey, right? You are thriving because you are joyful. You are learning. You are growing. You are thriving on the journey. And who doesn't want to thrive? Do you just want to survive the journey? I think not. We all want to thrive, right? But we can't do that if we have destination-oriented thinking. We will never experience joy that way. And it's about recognizing that these are unique challenges that we experience as scholarly mamas, but also they are incredible opportunities for personal growth and also for academic growth. And so one of the things that helps to enhance that journey, so remembering my example of journeying to work, right? Um, Yes, I enjoyed 
the fresh air and yes I enjoy the period of reflection I enjoy consuming the podcast I was listening to I enjoyed the sunshine and those were all very individual encounters like you know there wasn't anybody else sharing that experience with me I was experiencing those things on my own but what really stood out for me and one of the real highlights of that journey was interacting with that lady at a period where I started to, you know, lose the essence of enjoying the journey and started to focus on, okay, let me just make sure I don't get lost. Let me just, you know, perk up my senses and just make sure that I'm paying attention because I don't want to get lost. This is like, you know, a tricky part of the journey. I don't want to get lost. And in that moment is when I had the encounter with this lady. And by sharing the experience with her, walking, navigating, her showing me around, her connecting with me, that enhanced my journey so much more than just getting me to my destination because I really genuinely felt a connection with her. And so that for me almost made me realize the importance of community and connection on the journey as well and the the contribution that that makes to making it joyful and we all need a tribe right we all need people who are there to support us who understand the juggle struggle and it's all about connecting with like-minded individuals who understand from other scholarly mamas to understanding supervisors and professors to supportive friends and family. It makes the journey so much more enjoyable. And I was listening to a podcast recently, Diary of a CEO, which I listen to quite often. And he was having a conversation with author C. Brooks, who is a best-selling author of quite a few books on leadership and happiness and social entrepreneurship, but also a professor at Harvard University. And so in that episode, he was sharing the difference between pleasure and enjoyment. And he was saying that the three key things that we need in this life to have a happy experience, because he said, you know, he doesn't really believe per se in happiness, but um, he said that we need enjoyment, we need satisfaction and we need meaning. And I can do another episode on these three things because I really liked what he said about them. But basically, the long and short of it is that in order to have enjoyment rather than just pleasure, we need two components. We need people and we need memories. And I think that when I think about that, and, you know, that's what he shared in the episode. But when I think about what he said, it made me really appreciate the value of community, the value of having a community that understands what you're going through, that you can share things with, that you can exchange experiences and ideas and learn and grow together. And so going back to this idea of the arrival fallacy and not enjoying the journey, right? I think that having a supportive community enhances that journey. Having a supportive community allows you to connect. And when I think about my journey with that lady, that lovely stranger that helped me along the way, I remember the value of connection on the journey. And so Now, you know, I think that having a community is a game changer. 
setbacks yes we've all had those we all experienced those along the way but having a supportive community is an absolute game changer it enhances the journey and it makes it that more joyful and so you might be wondering well how do I as a scholarly mama doing a PhD not getting but doing a PhD overcome these inevitable bumps in the road and I think one of the key things is acknowledging those setbacks, learning from them and keep moving forward. Don't let them hinder your progress. Don't let them discourage you. You just keep moving forward step by step, day by day. And of course, celebrating the small wins along the way is equally as important. If you are listening to this, you are likely a scholarly mama yourself. And I just want to encourage you to embrace the journey. Embrace everything that comes with that, right? Value the growth. It's not going to be sacrifice free. When I think about my journey to work that day, you know, I had to wake up early. I had to go out in the cold. I had to deal with a frosty car. I had to walk in the cold. My hands were freezing. My legs were freezing. Everything was freezing. And yet when I reflect on that journey, all I can think about is the sunshine, the fresh air, the wonderful podcast I was listening to, meeting that lady, just really savoring and enjoying the moments along the way. So It's not to say there's not sacrifices to be made. It's not to say that it's going to be, you know, challenge free because that's unrealistic. And that's, you know, this this toxic positivity that just doesn't work. But understanding that there will be challenges, preparing yourself for that and recognizing that those challenges do not have to define the journey, right? Those challenges do not define the journey. And, you know, your your success through this journey is not the degree. <laughs> the success is not the degree. It's not the title. It's not the accolade. It's the person that you become on that journey. It's the growth that you experience while you are on the journey, right? That is what purposeful success is all about about. So I just wanted to remind you, it's not about getting a PhD. It's about doing your PhD with purpose and embracing the growth that comes with that. I hope you found this episode helpful, Mama. Remember, we're not getting PhDs, we're doing PhDs and we're doing them purposefully. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Whatever challenges you encounter today, I hope that it will teach you a lesson. It will help you to grow in some way or the other and that you can then pass those lessons on to those around you. Thank you so much for being here. Please, if you found any value in this episode, please, please, please do leave a five-star review at the end on your podcast app so that the show gets promoted to more people and others who are navigating the PhD journey as mamas. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, more than your heart can handle. Take care for now. Bye. 
thank you so much for tuning in to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did and you want in on this movement, why not head over to MrsMummyPhD.com? You can join the waitlist for our exclusive community of smart, purposeful, scholarly mamas. We'd love to see you on the inside. Remember, mama, these are our journeys of becoming.